highlights and lowlights. I am not Daniel. I am <laughs> someone else entirely. I'll introduce myself in just a second. But I got my boy Maki Mak over here. What up? And DJ, what's good, baby? What's up, boys? And we have a very special guest, uh, who is me, and I am <laughs> someone who is um, not new and very special, or very special and not new. Uh, <laughs> please, please welcome Joshy Baby, which is Hell me. Oh yeah! <laughs> Woo! I'm going to be taking place of uh, Daniel here tonight in what is, I mean, would you guys say this is probably going to be the most important and best episode? I think We've yeah, done. this at is kind of like the, the climax of the show. Right. Yeah. This is our for the listener at home season finale. And that's <laughs> so, French for finale. Yeah, for the finale we killed off Daniel. <laughs> Daniel could not make it though. He is here in Espiritu. And yeah, so we're going to kick this off. We're deep into Winter Olympics month. And oh, yeah. we have a great, phenomenal choice. Something, a movie that I, I had never heard of until a couple weeks ago when they were like, you want to do this movie? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> we're doing Downhill Racer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let a that... hidden gem. I, I like never heard of it until like this year or I don't know, like very recently. <laughs> and yeah. Never it, heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Hidden Gym. So good. It's on Criterion Channel, if anyone wants to check that out. Um, Downhill Racer, 1969. Great year for a lot of reasons. Great year for skiing, (laughs) Olympic movies. Great year for skiing. Great year for film. Downhill Racer, 1969. IMDb describes this movie as a quietly cocky Robert Redford joins U.S. ski team as downhill racer and clashes with the team's coach, played by Gene Hackman. Lots of good skiing action leading to an exciting climax. Like, a fucking child wrote this. I no yeah, what the fuck? Why is it so long? Well, a child wrote the screenplay, too. Oh, jeez. Oh, Sorry. You see where DJ shots sits fired, early. Shots fired. Let's wait till we get into that, DJ. Okay, okay, okay. Keep him above <laughs> the belt, please. <laughs> Um, it is directed by Michael Ritchie, uh, who yeah, is Guy Ritchie's cousin. Guy Ritchie's cousin, much older cousin. He was very active in it, the dad. 60s. I meant dad. That's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Mark. <laughs> Guy Ritchie's dad, American <laughs> filmmaker Michael Ritchie, <laughs> who went on to do classics. I mean, this is one of his first big films. I don't know if anyone realizes. Uh, any nice. Richie fans out there, but Downhill Racer was really his, you know, 
sort of breakout movie, and he went on to do a little movie called Bad News Bears. Nice. Classic. Another sports classic. A a little, yeah, exactly. Well, you can tell, like, studios saw this, and they were like, he's got to do Bad News Bears. Yeah. Like, (laughs) he's got to do the little... Did you see those first-person ski shots? He, He needs to be filming kids with bats. Yeah, and get Walter Matthau... I mean, I was actually reading an interesting uh, background on this movie. Apparently, they wanted Roman Polanski to direct it originally. It does almost feel like a Roman Polanski kind of movie, so that makes sense. Polanski, I guess, is a big skiing fan. And, like, Paramount was trying to get into bed with Polanski because they wanted to do Rosemary's Baby. And they were like, we're going to do the ski film. And he was, like, attached at one point. Anyway, Michael Ritchie directed it, written by... Oh, my God. I mean, this is one of the best writers ever. James Salter. Ooh. No. <laughs> Who the favorites? fuck is that? Let that sink in for <laughs> you. James Salter. Uh, he's mostly known for Downhill Racer. Uh, okay. Threshold. Good start. 1981. The Hunters. Okay. Uh, he wrote the novel. Um, basically, just a bunch of stuff no one's ever heard of, but... boy did he crush it with this one i mean nice really good script based on the novel the downhill racers by oakley hall nice and we got uh, a hell of a cast i mean yeah the top heavy very very top heavy i mean it's no no secret that this movie has one of the best casts of all time we got (laughs) robert redford yeah, young Robert Redford's really young. Young Robert Redford. Is this? He looks like Brad Pitt for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He does. I know. I was trying to think, like, what is the, the like quintessential Robert Redford movie? And it's probably All the President's Men or something. Yeah, probably. Was this before that or after that? Or Captain America. Yeah, that's true. His small role <laughs> in Captain America is what he's most known for. <laughs> Uh, Robert Redford as Dave Chappelle, uh, <laughs> U.S. Uh, bad boy skier. He likes to go fast, and he doesn't say much. We're going to get into that later. He likes that to be known, yeah. Gene, but he doesn't really back it up throughout the movie. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll get we'll get to that, DJ. All right. And you just be quiet for a second. While I this <laughs> we got Gene Hackman. The hack man just chewing it up yeah. as Claire. Always a coach. Fucking Hoosiers. That's true. I this mean, at least <clears throat> there's not many actors that have been a coach twice in a career other than like him and Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I was going to say like Dennis Quaid, Kevin Costner, Gene Hackman. There's certain actors that like. They're just coaches. They're just born coaches. Yeah, they're and just Gene, like natural leaders. So. Gene Hackman is one of those, and yeah, he—I mean—he takes us through some of the most thrilling scenes in the movie, including the bureaucracy of, you know, what skis to buy, <laughs> <laughs> to like, you know, how to convince your city council to yeah. give you more money. Hey, really, really good stuff. Great performance by Gene Hackman. Yeah, and we got. Um, Someone's girl. <laughs> DJ's. Camille oh, Favre. Yeah, it's my girl. Mm, <laughs> DJ's got the girl. What do you guys think? 
that doesn't happen often. She's old. Oh. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I miss Daniel. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but just be glad you got the girl this time. Daniel's not here. Yeah, he always takes him. I don't need Camila Sparv. <laughs> mm-hmm. Camila Sparv as Carol. And uh, Jim McMullen as Creech, who I guess would, like, maybe be the... <laughs> he has some speaking lines, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And Carl Michael Vogler as Matchit, and then just a, a bunch Mad of other... Shit? Mad shit? <laughs> Mad shit. So there's a character in this called Mad Shit. We're, we're going to get to that later, but it's played by Carl Michael Vogler. Uh, and it's, it's really just... Really He's really good, yeah. It's a, If I didn't mention it before, this is a sports slash drama. Uh, <laughs> I would say more a drama than a sports movie, although it doesn't work without the sports. Just some incredible yeah. skiing shots of people just... If you just cut out all the sports <laughs> parts, there would just be like huge holes in the movie, literally. Yeah. The movie does need something That's to happen. True. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost plotless. I would say there's there's barely a plot to just keep it going. I remember looking at uh, my beautiful girlfriend. Shout out to Leah, my girlfriend, and she watched it. We, yeah, we were watching this together, and I paused the movie, and she was like, "What is this movie about?" And I looked at it, and it was thirty minutes in. We're thirty minutes in, and we both looked at each other. We're like, "This, this we haven't seen any story yet." Skiing. Um, downhill racing. Downhill racer. That's a good plug. Um, <laughs> IMDb rated this movie uh, 6.4 out of 10. Mm. Well, what Rotten Tomatoes with, say? Uh, 4.7 thousand users voting on that. Rotten Tomatoes, the Tomatometer, gives it 85%. 85%, wow. But that's based that feels on, a little high. It's, it's pretty high, and it's, it's only based high. on 27 reviews. Keep that in mind. Yeah, but by pros. Yeah, right. 27 professional reviews. But it doesn't have the certified fresh thing. Oh, so really? Wow. Like, is, it a, <clears throat> is it a green splat? No, no, no. No? So we're talking 85% here. We're not talking rotten. I mean, it's good. It's just not, not as many... Like, so you need, like, I guess a number of top critics to vote on it to get the certified thing. So, I don't know. I guess not that many people have seen this movie. Not many critics care about it. But of the 27 who have, yeah. 85%. And <laughs> I got to say, I'm I'm, with, I'm with the tomato meter on that. Um, Mark, is this happening for you, too? DJ, <laughs> DJ looks very confused. <laughs> But we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> Hold on. No, sorry, you, you did the, cut out there for a minute. Yeah. The um. No, this is a score. Pretty big cutout. I hope you got the recording. Yeah, but it will still it will still record in his, so it'll be fine. Okay. I'll cut this out. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're just gonna cut all that out. Coming <laughs> back to the pod in three, two, one. The audience score. However, it's a little, little bit different. Oh, yeah. We're looking at Lower. a 59%. Oh, wow. That's a little low. See, 59%, yeah, I'm in the middle of that. And guess how many people scored that? Over 1,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so why it's more about this movie. 
So the more the more people that watch it, the less of a rating it gets. <laughs> if yeah. That makes any sense. But critics love it. I got to side with the critics on this one. Uh, I don't know if I'd put it that high, though. I'd probably put it at, like, a 75. I'd give it a solid 75, for sure. Right? For that sure. seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. Even a 76, maybe. No, I think it's, it's like, it's a dope movie. And it's, like, yeah. it doesn't, not much happens, but then a lot happens. And yeah. I don't know, man. The it's definitely a movie alone, with a backbone, and it's by the numbers and it does something so yeah that's worth at least a 50 i'll probably watch it again yeah i would watch this again i think yeah so i feel like that's like i don't know it's not even like the most rewatchable movie too i don't know but it's like i don't know like it's i feel like it's worth revisiting it for sure i mean this might be our fastest episode ever should we just do thumbs up thumbs down Final thoughts. And for the finale, you barely have to listen to us. <laughs> Marathon finale. Um, yeah, so super excited to get into downhill racer here um, nice. without Daniel. Obviously, we we wish he was here and we miss yeah. him, and you know we feel bad. R.I.P. All the things that yeah. he's going through. He's he was not a good dead. one. Um, he's still alive, and he is a good one. He's a great one, but. I'm coming for you, Daniel. I'm coming for your spot. <laughs> coming for your spot, baby. Let it be known. Um, all right. Well, right. you know, with that, Maki Let's Maki. get into it. Uh, my first note, people gather to watch this guy uh, ski down a mountain. There's TV <laughs> crews and shit. Uh, very old school opening credits, like freeze yes. frames. Amazing. And like, yeah. I love the freeze frames. and they're like like long exposure freeze frames so it's like and it's like almost like cartoony or like animated a little bit it is and can is this too soon to say that the score is like a like a hitchcockian suspense (laughs) i didn't i didn't pick up on that i think it's right in the opening credits but throughout the movie the music Like <laughs> now that I'm thinking back to it, yeah, I yeah, can kind of see that. Like getting ready to go down, and it's like, it's like it's it's like an orchestral suspense score. I literally like Leah looked at me. She's like, "What the fuck is gonna happen?" I was like, "I have no idea." <laughs> yeah, I love how they paint every scene with that vibe. Any like downhill skiing scene, it's like something's supposed to happen. But, you know, it's like maybe 10 to 90, whether it does or doesn't. 90 being it doesn't. So, <laughs> good, like, little trickery they play on you there. For sure. Yeah. But I, I feel like it works, because by the end, I was biting my nails. Oh, yeah. So, guy uh, going really fast and wrecks. And I said, is that Redford? I, I, like, I, I, thought I thought this might be like a comeback story. Yeah, I thought it was Redford, too. Yeah, it kind of looked like him, right? It did. Yeah, it was super confusing. I but they say, never really showed his like whole face. No, no. Yeah, it was just some guy, right? And then you got and the he was yeah. blonde too, I think. There's an yeah. accident on the course. There's an accident on the course, and they just kind of <laughs> move forward. Yeah, so that guy gets airlifted out, taken to a hospital, has surgery, and then Oof. yeah, you find out Hackman's his coach. 
Yeah. And <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, Redford. Then you see him at the airport. Yeah. He takes a train into the mountains, and he's looking good. So yeah, then we get to a scene with David. He's on a train, and he's already chewing food. He's just bumping into people with his fucking <laughs> ski gear over his shoulder. He's excuse me, and then he bumps into like the train attendant, and without his without missing a beat, he sees a sandwich on the guy's little platter. Picks it up, puts it into his mouth, and starts fishing for coins like a homeless person. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And they, they don't even establish that he's, like, on a train yet. I thought he was, like, on a bus or something. Right. And then he hands the guy the coins, and he shrugs his shoulders. It's like, did you not give him enough money? What just happened to <laughs> yeah, you? He just, like, presents his money to him in his hand, and the guy takes what he wants. And, exactly. Uh, says whatever. Well, no, it's like he's yeah. a fish out of water. Like, he's in France. So he doesn't know how much shit costs or, like, how the currency works. So he just mm-hmm. pulls out a fistful of coins with a sandwich in his mouth. <laughs> Looks at the guy and just like, well, I don't know. I don't know how much this sandwich costs. Like, this is mine now. It's in my fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. So. I love that. I love that. Well, that's his character. He just fucking takes what he wants. He's such a dick. Yeah, just um, a retarded American. I don't yeah. know what they're going for. <laughs> <laughs> I thought at one point I was like, this is a really good movie about autism. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Given the lack of emotional punchlines. Well, and then they like show him where he's going to be staying and like introduce him to his roommate. Uh, is it a DK that he meets Cre- there? I thought it might have been Creech or whatever his okay. name is. Yeah, so he's in the hotel room with Creech. Uh, David walks into the bathroom he looks at his teeth for a second in the mirror, and then he turns around to this, like, weird-looking toilet-type thing. Like, there's not really a seat on it. I thought it was a toilet, but he's just staring at it. His roommate comes in, looks at him, he's like, you know what that is? And David's like, yeah. And then his roommate walks out. <laughs> and then it, like, cuts. It's like a hard yeah. cut to like a completely different scene. I had Did to they go even back. Show you what's there. I I thought he like saw no. the toilet and then he turns to his right and he just looks down. They don't show you shit. I went back because I was like, what was I supposed to know? <laughs> what? what? Such I a, will like, dig. Fill in the blank. I mean, the first time I saw it, I thought it was the guy's turd or something. You know what that is? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He left a floater. (laughs) It's a rhetorical rhetorical question. Hey, yo, yo, Dave. You know what that is? He's like, oh, dude. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being logical, I mean, I thought it was a bidet. Like, if I'm being real, that's probably true. That's good. Yeah. No, I mean, fill in the blank. I mean, I would say I thought maybe it was gonna f- fuck my ass until I cry, baby. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lordy. 
so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking sense. <laughs> oh, At least Daniel's um, gonna laugh. I thought, I thought maybe it was like a dead ferret, like surrounded. Yeah, like a no, dead is. ferret with like his like family, like of, like baby ferrets, and they were mm-hmm. like around doing like a little ferret procession. You really thought that? Do you know what that is? I was like, immediately my mind was like, "There's a dead, like, yeah. ferret." It's a ferret. Yeah, yeah. A ferret. I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, the movie's not that straightforward. I know that's your first thought when you hear that question. Yeah. <laughs> it's more clever than that. You know what that is. <laughs> And at this point, you're just kind of like, what's happening? Yeah, you're like, all right. Yeah. I'm surrendering myself to you, downhill racer. <laughs> right, right. That's how I felt, too. I was like, okay. <laughs> A series of shots. Yeah. So, I, yeah, this is where I, I, I said it seems like Redford was called in as a replacement. Yes. That's what, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, that's what happens. But it took me a while to, like, discern that. <laughs> I was like, wait, was he the one that got injured? Did time pass? Is that the same guy? You could watch the whole movie thinking that, and it would would be the same movie. It would be the same movie. Yeah. Well, even when something is blatantly obvious in the movie, they do their best not to tell you anything to where you're like, (laughs) did that actually? Did they just fuck, for example? (laughs) Yeah. I know. Gene, Gene Hackman and Robert Redford, you're referring to, obviously? Right, and we'll get to that. I'm just as an example. Oh, okay, you okay. know, it's not on you if you couldn't figure out what was happening at the start. Because I mean, we'll get even to if it's it. in your face, you know, they no, will take it out of your face. No, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. This movie makes it a point to not explain anything. Right. Beautiful. So he meets his teammates. Uh, Redford has a good run, uh, but he oh, has yeah. to go 88th. And he's upset. He says, I'll have Reds up to my knees so he doesn't race. I was like, can you do that? <laughs> can you just not race? <clears throat> I get, yeah, yeah, you just don't show up. Don't check in. They just skip you. They flew <laughs> you out to be like the U.S. team. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, man, you're number 88. And you're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and they're like, all right. This guy doesn't play by the yeah. rules. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, Robert Redford doesn't say he hasn't. I don't think said a word yet, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah. So next week uh, he gets moved up to seventy nine. Oh yeah. And so this time he'll race. And Hackman says, "Yeah, you did so well last time. They moved you up." <laughs> well, he does have a conversation. Doesn't make any sense. This character's only in there for like this half of a scene. DK. And he's like questioning oh, yeah. Robert and or Dave on why he didn't race. Yeah. And they have this right. really strange exchange about DK's initials. Because like he's like clipping oh his toenails. <laughs> David yeah. is asking him. He's like, "Hey, what what's DK seen? stand for anyway?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, it's my name." He's like, "But that's your name, the initials DK." He's like, "Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's my initials." 
And I, at that point, I thought David was just going to be like, okay, buddy, I just give the fuck up on this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he continues, like, entertaining this lost conversation where this guy will not explain his initials. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, well, so what does the D stand for? He's like, D. He's, yeah. He says nothing, doesn't he? He's like, oh, does nothing. He, does he just say nothing? And he, guess, yeah. he guesses, and the guy says no. He says, is it Douglas? Yeah. No. Right, which was such a dig at, like, Douglas. Yeah, was sorry like, anyone was named like, Douglas. Let me guess, is it something stupid like Douglas? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, nah, man. Which I guess it was? I don't know. Yeah, that yeah and I thought it was going to be like, here's this slow guy that this, like, athlete met, and it's going to be like, he's going to come around to him. Right. But no, just like this quick little pointless scene where the guy wouldn't explain what his stupid initials meant. <laughs> and they took, yeah. you know, a couple of minutes on it. I thought it was... <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's where, you know, Slater comes in with the dialogue, dude. Like, he's one of the best writers <laughs> in Hollywood at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's totally, I, I it's fucking, <laughs> I was so confused. And he's clipping his toenails. I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little off-putting. Yeah, was a that's how you know it's one that. take. Yeah, yeah. But the part with with the part with though with Hackman saying they moved you up because he did so. I think he was just being like sarcastic. Yeah, of really. course. Yeah. Yeah, I get the sarcasm, but why the fuck did they move him up? Nah, I mean probably just like eight less people showed up. Right. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he did so good last time, kid. And he's like, fucking right. Yeah, I guess I'll do it this time. <laughs> Which obviously, also, I'll just say this movie. Offers no explanation to the ins and outs of downhill skiing. <laughs> I was very. I if was it like, was snowboarding, then we could ask DJ. But that's true. That's true. For the listener at home, DJ loves to snowboard. Yeah, thank uh, you, thank you. I'm actually yeah. one of the best downhill snowboarders in Colorado. So. Wow. Yeah, but we can. We don't have to focus on that. No, let's go into that. <laughs> let's fixate on Should that. We yeah. well, a bit? The thing is that it's a lie, and you can cut this part out. But you do snowboard some. Right. So I know that when you put a slippery thing on other slippery stuff, it goes pretty fast. You trying to go snowboarding in April? Sure. All right, let's do it. All right, done. So (laughs) he's going to race. And so we get some pretty great first-person shots down the mountain. Oh, dude. Those were so good. Yeah, I love that. They they don't bring that back till the final race, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And it's so good, man, both times. And I was like, yeah. how did they shoot this? Was I it guess literally it was like, a guy? Someone is holding the camera skiing, fucking skiing. Holding at, at a oh, yeah. yeah. When it's like on the side and it's like pointing at the guy, 100% that's got to be a guy just skiing next just to him. Just skiing. Because it's like some fucking, fucking animal. It's like shaky, too. Like, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I love yeah, the that. shot's like not even close to being steady. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. They're both just shaking so <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Well, that's where the movie has this kind of like documentary aesthetic, yeah, and shit, and like they just kind of like they just kind of go for it, man. A lot of those shots where it's just like they're just like, yeah, we'll just strap the camera to a skier, send him down the hill, and then yeah, we'll <laughs> that in. It's like yeah, some of the crowd shots too, where like the crowds are crowding around, they're just like, yeah, we'll just get the camera in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. that works. Just- yeah, I'm curious, like how many cameras they had down one run or if they had like one guy run it a bunch of times and move the camera every time me too i i would imagine that they had more than one camera to just capture some of the runs but yeah, yeah. There was some but they, really... i'm sure they probably run them a few times too oh yeah dude they must have ran them a bunch 
And like, because they would run slow motion when the um, when the guys would eat shit. Mm-hmm. So you knew that they were. You could tell that they were like it was a stunt guy, and he was like, "All right, dude, I'm gonna fucking eat it." And they're like, "Go yeah. high speed, baby." It has to be like a record for like most like wrecks in a sports movie. Dude, oh, seriously. Dude. Everyone's fucking wrecking this Dude. movie. The bloopers had to be so funny because even like the serious <laughs> wrecks were pretty funny looking. They were. And it's it's great because you have these stuntmen who are obviously skiers just flying probably at like 60, 70 miles per hour. <laughs> and they really slow down and take their time with when they start to lose it. When one ski goes up, they start to lose their balance and they just oh, look yeah. as dumb as possible. Yeah, That's when yeah. they really get the detail. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You could tell it was like these guys were just falling for the camera and they mm. do it like in the most <laughs> epic way. Like, right. Leo was asking me, she was like, do you think they just roll the camera until someone falls? I was like, I don't think so. I think they They're fall. probably like in your wreck here. Yeah. 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 Because well, I think <laughs> okay, an actual wreck go. going that fast, you're probably witness. You're going to lose a few stuntmen doing that. So if you notice, like, the way that they fall on purpose is to just lift a leg up and yeah. topple over like a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you're actually crashing, you'd probably, like, stick a ski in and flip over. Right. I think I did see that things. at least once, though. Yeah, so that got fucked up. That's the actual loser of the movie. <laughs> that was gnarly, man. Gnarly falls. <laughs> he finishes fourth. Um, he keeps remarking yeah. on his starting position. And Hackman tells me he has to earn it. Oh yeah, and Redford is prepared to. I love, I love that when he's like, they're getting interviewed by like some French press, and they're like, ah, what about uh, Dave Chappelle? Uh, he's um, finished fourth. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, Dave's right here. Come over here, Dave. And Dave goes, and he's just like, I want to start sooner. Yeah. And they and they and they cut to a reaction. The reporters and the reporters are stunned. They're like, yeah, we don't understand this like sarcasm. Yeah. He's like, maybe it would have finished faster if I had started, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 50. Like, if I started sooner, I'll finish even yeah. faster. And he just fucking walks away. I was like, <laughs> and this is when I start to wonder. I was like, is Robert Redford dumb or a dick? Like, I don't. <laughs> he's, that's the thing. They don't sell it. This is like <laughs> one of two moments where he's supposed to be like an American dickhead, like yeah. changing the scene. <laughs> but he just comes off kind of dumb. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like he's trying to be. Springs. Yeah. I was like, does he have like a social disorder, or is he just being a dick? Yeah, his coach has a pull him aside. He's like, hey, you're gonna have to do this like 20 more times. So you gonna keep doing that shit in front of me? <laughs> he's like, I love that line too. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he's like, hey man, like if you're gonna be doing this, you can't be joking around like that. And he just looks at Gene Hackman. He's like. I wasn't joking. He <laughs> walks away. And Gene Hagman is stunned. Whose name it's is like a Claire. Key and Peel sketch. Yeah. <laughs> and they like totally joke. These guys don't. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't joking. <laughs> I know. There's no villain in the movie, too. So I guess Robert Redford is his own villain. I don't know. Uh, Hackman, like, kind of is the villain, I feel like, sometimes, but not really. Sometimes. He's like his mentor. Yeah, I don't think that's the way to look at it. I think this movie came off more like a slice of life movie. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a character drama. There's no like real antagonist except for the hills, maybe. Ooh. Oof. That's deep. The slopes. <laughs> Next race, Redford gets 23 starting position. And I said, Ooh. not bad. Uh, but he wipes out. Yeah, dude. That was great. That was great. I like that you said, not bad. 
He's like, yeah, it's not bad, not bad. And yeah, he gets he gets so cocky so fast. Yeah. And he just did. No, but no. it's not really enough. Like, yeah, the whole point is that he's cocky, but it's not like enough to put a camera on him and be like, "This is a movie." No, it's just like so <laughs> benign. I agree. I agree. This feels like if you had a based on a true story, like sports movie, and it was like you literally have to make every scene completely true. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think that that's you know Michael Ritchie was going for this sort of documentary style and a, like a more of a Brilliant. minimal. And I, I don't know, man. I feel like. <laughs> I don't, Robert Redford just played it so subtle that it, he just comes <laughs> off like flat a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And then when they start to give him like more stuff to do, he's just a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but he tells Hackman if he was five spots earlier, he would have won. <clears throat> and Hackman tells him he just wasn't good enough. <laughs> You're not great. strong enough. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And then he says he'll join the Charles Atlas course this summer. And I thought that was some kind of stupid inside joke. But he literally meant, like I looked it up, that's an Italian-American bodybuilder. And he was literally like, okay, I'll join this guy's course over the next six months and I'll be stronger. Really? Like there's yeah, no sure. metaphors in this movie. It's, you need to be stronger. <laughs> okay, I will join the stronger course and be stronger next year. Take strength courses, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they the, don't explain yeah. that. That's the other thing. I mean, that's yeah. that little bit of detail where he's like, look, if I would have started sooner, uh, the snow would have been better. And like, I could have like hit the turns better. And I was like, oh, okay. Because up until then, dude, I didn't mm. understand what the fuck difference it made when you went. Yeah. Yeah. No well, one... You're saying like the ruts. Yeah. So like, just like the grooves everyone's taking around the courses, right. you, like you're just fitting into those. So you, yeah. Not able to take like your own path as well, I guess. I guess it's obvious. I don't know. I don't it feels like a obvious. movie for like a like a skier boyfriend to explain to his girlfriend to impress her. <laughs> yeah, well, the ruts when they get really rough. Yeah, sometimes your leg is. St- <laughs> well, it seemed like they were like, well, everyone knows that about skiing, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that in. And I was like, is skiing super popular. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes we throw around the word pretentious, but this movie is like very like just on the nose pretentious about <laughs> skiing. About skiing, yeah, about skiing. They don't they don't explain anything about like the the technicalities of, of downhill skiing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's by skiers for skiers. What do you want? <laughs> still they make they make Redford run extra laps to punish him. Oh yeah. <laughs> What was yeah. that all about? That uh, was some okay. random thing. That was them out subtling what should have been a montage. Right. That would have been him <laughs> yeah. working really hard for that summer or whatever. But it was just one clip of the guy at the end of the run saying, Okay, two more laps and Redford being like, What? And then Yeah, cut. yeah. They're just like <laughs> undermining their own intention by cutting it. He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, How was how how'd you do? He's like, Yeah, I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. He's like, Yeah, yeah, you doing good? Two more laps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and then yeah, and then he's asking other people if they're all right. They're like, Yeah, I'm good, coach. He's Thanks. like, Yeah. He's like, All right, go get some water, rest up, kid. I think yeah, <laughs> so this movie just like lacked its emotional punchlines that it wanted to hit for whatever reason. There's pretty much yeah, there's pretty much no like internal struggle, I would say, in until 
like no internal conflict until he gets back home, which is like 45 minutes into the movie. Robert Redford goes to see his dad in Colorado. Oh, he's not too impressed with him. <laughs> his dad's an asshole. You can tell where he gets it from. Like, and is he an asshole though, or is he just like he doesn't even like understand him? And like he's just a farmer, and like that's really all he knows. Aloof. He's just an aloof. But is that like an asshole? Or, I don't no, know. he's just mad. Aloof. He wasn't like being a jerk about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like he's like. Uh, he's like, hey, dad, I'm in the, like, U.S. ski team, like, national ski team. And his <laughs> dad's like... like you paid for that? He's like, yeah, I saw that in the paper. Huh. Yeah, he's basically grilling him, like, you make a lot of money off of that. He's like, well, it's not for right now, it's for the Olympics. He's like, oh, right. well, the Olympics don't make much money. He's like, well, once I get famous from the Olympics, right. you know. He's like, I'll make money. He's dead. It's like, hmm. Then I'll make a bunch of money. Sounds to yeah. me like you're uh, riding down mountains, not making any money. Yeah. Hmm. And he like <laughs> asks him what his real motivation behind skiing is, and he basically tells him like it's to become champion, become famous, and yeah. a champion. The dad's like, well, world's full of them. I didn't like, get it. Yeah. Sarcasm or. No, I mean, if, I mean, if you think about it, like there are like a bunch of people that have won something. I well, don't the know. world's like, full of millionaires too. I don't know what. Yeah. I thought he was being sarcastic. Like, dude, there's like no champions. Like, what are the odds? <laughs> That'd be a better take, but this movie I, doesn't really let you. Champions. Every He's Super like, Bowl team has 54 champions or 53 champions. So you'd be the dad. Yeah. World's full. Of them. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why don't you make me some money? Keep going, son. The world's full. Yeah, right. He's like, why don't you have money? Why aren't you a champion yet? The world's full of fucking champions. Yeah. <laughs> world's, world's full of them. My driveway's empty. Um, right. On Ben's. He's like, what? I, lo- I just love how Robert Robert Redford shows up. Or, sorry, character name. Dave Chappelle shows up to his, his hometown <laughs> with, like, a, a stick bag over his shoulder. He's like, yeah, he's hey. like Rambo. Yeah, he's totally like Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up. He's like, "Oh, back home, daddy." His dad's like, "Who are you?" Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you got my money. <laughs> and he does it. It's one of those scenes where, like, they give the actor something to do while he gives the dialogue. The dad does not stop like tending. Like any, the anything, fence or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's just saying. like <laughs> painting the fence. Like, like this guy's a busy man. Yeah, he. But, so he takes his dad's car into town to get some beer for them, mm. and he picks up some girl he knows while he's out. Oh my god! And then we get a backseat makeout well, sesh. Yeah, he he meets up with uh, some Mister Mad Shit and his niece Shay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is in Idaho Springs, um, which I just want to throw this out there. This town is kind of frozen in time. Um, all those buildings you see there, like they look exactly the it's same. The same. Really? Of, I was. It's really. That. It's kind of like yeah. Certain places in the U.S. are like that. Yeah. Um, you frequent Idaho Springs? I've been there a handful of times. It's like on the way to some places. Holy shit! It's like yeah, those, bro. There's little deal. like western <laughs> towns like. California is full of them too, dude. Those like little towns yeah. that just have not changed. Yeah, it's fucking awesome when you're Why there. Why change? Exactly. Why change when you're Idaho Springs, Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Idaho Springs, baby. 
But so did did that seem like a makeout sesh, or was were they like fucking before, going at it before the makeout sesh? The way he picks her up is so he's such a fucking dick. Like Maggie, yeah, yeah, he's Maggie. Like, he's like get in the car. She's like, <laughs> you didn't tell me you were leaving. I'm mad at you. He's like, I'm back. <laughs> and For she's like, like, a day. she's like, I just don't want to deal with you. He just grabs her stuff from her hand and throws it in the seat next to him, in the passenger <laughs> seat. And he's like, get in. And she just looks at her friends and she's like, this guy's either going to murder me or fuck me. Um, I'll be back later. <laughs> That's Idaho Springs, baby. That's, That's Idaho Springs it. for you. Is that yeah. before or after they go to the pastry shop and he like kind of criticizes her for yeah, a second for oh, no, someone dude, else? We're going to get there. That's a okay. different girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back home, uh, he and his dad just stare at each other for a while, and then his dad can't understand why he wants to compete in the Olympics. Oh my god! I was gonna say even before that, when they're in the car making out, doesn't she say something like, "She's like, yeah, I just don't know what I'm gonna do with my life, Dave. Like, maybe you can help me." And he goes, "You have any more chewing gum?" <laughs> it's like David Lynn. He's the fuck yeah. Like, you have chewing gum. I like Big Red. I just want to say, if you're looking for another movie about an autistic badass going really fast and having a girlfriend who hardly understands him, Drive is a modern version of Downhill Racer. That's so true. You must love Downhill Racer, then. I've seen Downhill Racer so many times. Drive is like, you know, a slightly worse version He's, he talks in non sequiturs, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, sorry, though. I didn't mean to go back on you there, Mark. I just had to get that one in. No problem. So, back to skiing. Redford wins one. Oh! Goes out with the Team USA for drinks. Sees a girl he likes. Uh, Hackman is sitting with her and some others. Invites Redford to sit with them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she gets up to dance. Before that, though, there is like a part where Redford like walks around and like goes downstairs and like paces in the bathroom and then comes back up. Yeah, you could cut that. <laughs> yeah, that's where it was like, oh man, what's he going through? <laughs> I don't know because he hasn't said. And like, they'll never tell me. No, because he, he's had two lines of dialogue this whole time. <laughs> and he goes over to his little like his booth with his boys, and he's like. Who's that French girl? And they're like, I don't know. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> it was mad awkward. It, it seemed like they didn't even like stage the scenes. They were just like, yeah, just didn't they something. say like, yeah, that's Shay. She's like his niece or daughter or something. Like, yeah, no, you're yeah, right. Take her. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, that's Mad she... Shit's daughter. Yeah. Not the not the girl from the town that you said before, DJ. Well, there's so many of them. We got to get something clear here for the listener at home. So that's <laughs> mad, mad shit. shit. That's mad shit. And that's uh-huh. his like niece. And also, apparently, uh, Sylvester Stallone is in that scene as like an extra. What? I didn't see him. Makes sense, I guess. Makes sense, that fuck. <laughs> so he sees her later at a bakery, stops in to see her, and she is happy to see him. She goes, did you come in here to shop? He's like, no. No. 
<laughs> She's like, okay. Yeah. So they both buy a pastry, and then as they're walking out together, he's like, "So you always buy one at a time?" Like, kind of scoffs at her. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think, further evidence of his autism. He's like, "Don't you know the batch <laughs> price? Don't you know if you buy ten, it's twenty cents less?" <laughs> It's fucking true, though. <laughs> you, don't, you don't buy pastries in bulk? And then she goes, hey, do you want to try this? And he's like, hmm. And he puts the whole thing in his mouth. Doesn't he say no at first? She's and like, then he's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like. What, what even kind of pastry is that? Is that just like a, some roll? It looked like a Twinkie. Yeah, was, I wanted to say cannoli, like but it's like too fat. <laughs> she bought a Twinkie at like a boutique French bakery. <laughs> it's just unwrapped Twinkies they got from the Target. Probably delicious. I really hope that that was improvised by Robert Redford. Like, hey, you want to take a bite? Ow. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, we got to keep that in. That is so Dave Chappelet. <laughs> and there was no like okay so they end up just hooking up here but there is no indication that like they were actually interested in each other right they're just well, kind of they like, don't hook up yet we right out. they haven't hooked up yet but they're like entangled now right yeah like, she, she reads him an article about himself and he loves it oh yeah and then they again <laughs> does he say that yeah he says read it again read it again this guy's such a man child. Yeah, he's clapping like, again. <laughs> <laughs> but they go skiing together the next day. Oh, that was they go great. Jo- yeah. <laughs> they go on a joy ride. Oh, dude, both those scenes were so good. I love when they get to the bottom of the hill, like or the mountain or whatever, and they're skiing together. And he stops and she's like, Jesus, about time. And he's like, what, are you tired? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and then it just cuts. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a little bit more to it. She's like, yeah, little, my legs. And then he's like, oh, I'll teach you about that. You see when it's it's right here, when you're leaning forward, it takes all the oh, weight. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's then right. she like touches him right between the legs. Like, not on his dick, but yeah, that was like, that was how they uh, wrote up the intimacy <laughs> between those two. was. <laughs> <laughs> Her taking that moment to almost touch his dick. Yeah. And that's why they're fucking later. <laughs> just like rock hard. Like, like oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> we were learning about skiing. And then someone's writing an article about skiing. Um, they like run up to his car and ask him some weird questions about his strength. Yeah, can you please just cut in this conversation? It was just so fucking strange. <laughs> I think it must be the most thrilling thing in the whole world, don't you? And you have to be terribly strong, even for a man. Well, there is a girls' team, too. Oh, yes, of course. Where are they? Well, they're not here. They're um, in Grindelwald. They don't really do the same things, do they? Some of them do. Yes? Well, well, some of the things. Well, what do you mean? Well, it's like you say, they uh... actually are girls who've done, uh, done better in the Olympics than the men. I mean, really? Well, it's that interesting. Tell me... Why would a girl want to do it? I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't. First of all, I just wouldn't have all that strength in the mornings. And and the morning is important, isn't it? Well, a man in the morning... I think a man must feel stronger in the morning. Well, I think you're right. He certainly looks stronger. Well, you'd know more about that. Right? you got a point, you know? Well, you know, I think uh, 
I think girls uh, look stronger and feel stronger. Well, I've known some girls who look stronger, but when you feel them... Yeah, well, we have some very um, strong girls on the team. And they have to get up very early. I'd say a girl that feels strong looks strong. Wouldn't you say that to them? Or vice versa. Some do and some don't. Yes, you're probably right. Some of them must. Yes, of course. Talking about like how if a woman feels strong, she probably then looks strong, and all these weird conversations <laughs> uh-huh. about like male and female strength. It sounded like yeah. aliens talking about the strength of <laughs> male did. versus female skiers. <laughs> I didn't even write down much detail. It was just so inane. That's a, dude. I don't even really remember that. I remember the, the when he's driving the car like an insane person. And he's like going around trucks oh, yeah. and stuff, and it keeps cutting to the girl, and she's like, "Why are you do? Why are you driving?" She looked kind of like okay with it, like she just kind of trusts him because he's you know downhill racer, downhill racer man. Yeah, yeah he's, he's down. He's speed the demon, down, the titular downhill racer. Yeah, so she was like, I don't know. Nobody seemed excited about going really fast in that scene. Yeah, <laughs> but funny. she brings him back to her room, and they fuck. Oh yeah, right. And one of the most beautifully edited sex scenes. Yeah, you I was can totally say, tell that they are having sex. <laughs> it's like all cross fades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was the perfect example of like how to film a sex scene without anybody knowing that you filmed a sex scene. I know. Or without like having the actors do anything remotely uncomfortable. It was is, like a fever dream. Totally, totally. It was very like it was a weird moment for the director to be like, oh, I'm going to be kind of artistic here. Like, well, it's kind of like in a movie that's so like gritty and like docu style. He's just, like, I think no it was way. more like, remember taken know. where Liam Neeson who can't jump a fence has to be filmed jumping a fence. Uh, and so they yeah. cut 17 times at him a different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe Mr. Redford just couldn't fuck. So they had to do 17 cuts. of him Oh, almost fucking shots oh, fired. Damn. Mr. Redford, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I mean, we really hope you are. No, DJ so, It was a joke. Maybe you don't know how to have sex. Prove it. In 1969 during Downhill Racer. Yeah, yeah we better see you fucking in the next Captain America movie. Mm. Oh, how amazing. All right, so back to skiing. Getting a lot of attention now. <laughs> Someone gives him a drink. It looks like eggnog. He throws it all over the people behind him. Oh my god! Yeah. Dude. I didn't understand that scene when that happened. I was <laughs> I like, did either. He just, I still don't. Did he just throw his drink in someone's face? Yeah, without a second thought, like, too. He was no. like, "Yeah, don't like it." Woof. Threw and it, it was, shoulder. and it was like a full reaction shot of like some innocent bystanders, like, "Oh, what the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no repercussions. He's like, just yeah. cut. Yeah, he's really an asshole American. <laughs> yeah. Like, no respect, lashes out like a child. <laughs> I didn't understand that scene. Can you guys explain it or no? I don't understand either. It, 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 do you think it was eggnog or do you think it was like orange juice? Because it would make more sense that he doesn't like eggnog. It's either eggnog or orange juice. It was pretty thick. <laughs> I mean, you saw it. That's like the only two things. That's it true. Was like it was a weird thick, Kind of almost brown. It's probably yeah. <laughs> They're like Mr. Chapelet, uh, champagne. He's like, yeah, of course. Oh, fucking eggnog. <laughs> <Like>, yeah. 
no, I fucking hate eggnog. Like, I didn't understand. Yeah. They didn't explain He's it such well. a child. It was like if you spoon-fed a baby and immediately spit in your face. <laughs> it's like there was, no, there was no malice behind him throwing the drink of the crowd. He was just that. He was just just that zero time. to 60. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> but his teammates are getting jealous. Say he's not a team player. Oh, yeah. And I said, how can you be in skiing? It's every man for themselves, really. You just practice together. Yeah, one well, of the characters that says that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah so. He's like, he's like it. well, it's not really a team sport. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, I think it's Creech. Creech is like, well, I'll tell you what. As long as this team, he's not going to be on this fucking team. So, <laughs> all right. It's a race time. Uh, there's rough conditions. It's very icy, and guys are wrecking all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was brutal. Also, like, at this point in the movie, I'm like, what the fuck race is this? What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. Why does this Yeah, they're all just, relate? like, some kind of horn. It took me halfway through the movie to realize it wasn't the Olympics. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was like, scenes. wow, this is like the Olympic. I didn't realize the Olympics yeah. worked this way. Well, they'll cut to a scene of some guy taking a turn and falling. It's like, okay, either he's just practicing and kind of like bailed, or he just got kicked out of the Olympics because he fucked up his trial run. Right. They're not really differentiating an emotion from scene to scene. So it's hard to tell. No, and they don't tell they, they don't tell the audience like what each race means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how That's beneath them. How you have to already like, know skiing. This the stakes of the race don't really yeah. like is not communicated. I feel like, like I there's like, a couple times where they're just like, "This is the biggest right, like right. Uh, race on the on the national or on the world tour or whatever the fuck it is." Yeah, but they don't really get into it. But they don't much. explain what the world tour is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like this is the biggest race in the world <laughs> tour qualifier. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? I thought you guys were in the Olympics this whole time. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking tournament. Yeah. yeah. Which is like when I do I feel Ackman. something? Could you just like flash on the screen what emotion I should feel at this point? Like a oh, warm up, don't worry. Or like Olympics, panic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I prefer, DJ. That's what I need. That's I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> so he spends some time with his new girlfriend. Uh, Hackman asks for more yeah. money from the USA Olympic Committee and says oh. he'll get two gold medals. I love that. And that just goes back to, like, what are the most exciting things about Olympic skiing that we can show? Yeah, the bureaucracy of, like, getting funding and uh, <laughs> skis and shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> only skis. Gene Hackman can make it work. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck is this in the movie? Who cares? Yeah, well, they had to give Gene Hackman, like, at least three scenes. Right. Yeah. Contractually. Or else it's a waste of time. It's a waste of Hackman. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true, though. He does crush those scenes, too. Like, he just, like... Yeah. I don't know. He just chews it up. He's like, you want gold medals? I'll get you some gold medals. He asks his girlfriend to come with him, um, or to come where he is, where he's skiing, and she says she might, and then, yeah, yeah, it's it's like all he thinks about, he's like consumed by it, and then he's like all bummed out, and then he runs into her at a bar later, (laughs) 
And he's annoyed that she never told him that she was not going to come. So I guess this is like another place. Yeah, this I is, was this, very yeah. confused about the geography and the timeline. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I was like, wait, so he was waiting for her in a different country? <laughs> and then he, he left said country went to like a new year's party and there she was i was like what yeah what the fuck i swear happened? this movie could have cut to david like in vietnam with a rifle and be like okay he's in <laughs> vietnam now <laughs> <laughs> what's happened okay <laughs> like it's forrest gump or something they really do no yeah. just like it's i'm like, missing something so i'm like okay okay let's try to put this together yeah yeah no, no that's how i felt too that's what I thought too. And then come to find, girl's been playing his ass. Yeah, right. Yeah. She has a present for him. It's gloves. Uh, she oh, starts yeah. telling him about her Christmas, and he lays on the horn to shut her ass up, and then he Whoa, leaves. Whoa, don't oh undersell it. God, come on. Bro, that was the funniest <laughs> part of the whole movie. You like them? Yeah, they're great. You know, I had such a terrific Christmas this year. My brother was Santa Claus. We had so many presents because everybody bought funny presents to one another. It's great. We didn't have too much snow, but it really doesn't matter because we put cotton in between the windows to make it look like it's been snowing a lot outside. It was really great. We had a fabulous Christmas party. She starts going on this rambling story about, and then I talked to Becky, and she said, blah, blah. you know, Christmases weren't that great for me. I always thought, blah. and he just leans over and presses on the horn until she leaves the car and shuts the fuck up. This is our main, this is our hero, our protagonist. It's like my hero. Two thirds into the movie. <laughs> lashes out like a child <laughs> and one of the funniest things ever bro i could not believe my eyes when that happened man she's like yeah because this i was like oh wow they're reconnecting he's just looking at her stone face and he just <laughs> i was like no way this isn't a major studio movie paramount saw that and they're like yeah that's a good that's perfect yeah final yeah that's what we need the message we need to send to the American yeah, that, that moment made me say what out loud to myself. Dude, that was so good, man. He's such an asshole. So next day after practice, Redford challenges one of his teammates to a race. Oh, and the yeah. guy wrecks. Creech. But he's all right. Well, because that's like, I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but Creech is like the star of the team. Like, yeah. Everyone like Gene Hackman's like, well, we always got Creech, you know, like he's like the the top star, and then the fallback, yeah, right. And then Dave Chapalette is like coming in behind him, and so yeah, he just challenges him to a little race, and everyone is mind is blown that they have the balls to do that. <laughs> hey, Everyone's what like, the fuck yeah. you doing? What like, the fuck? <clears throat> yeah, who wins practice at the top of the mountain? I know, yeah, just ready to go down again, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Dude, he fucking crashes, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like this guy is fucked." Like that yeah, just right. took a dark it's turn. It's right in front of a wall. And then he like peeks his head out, and he looks at Robert Redford, <laughs> and he's like, 
He just kind of like gives him like a thumbs up or like he like shrugs his shoulders. Yeah. He's like, he's like, and it cuts to Robert Redford. And Robert Redford's like, oh, you son of a bitch. Like, like, and it just cuts away. I was like, no, what? Yeah, it's so great because like before Creech was built up as this jealous guy saying like, oh, yeah, he beat me. And he said he only missed one turn. That's right. As if, if he didn't right. miss that turn, he would have gotten the record. That's right. But now they're at the top of the hill. They're about to like go to the Olympics. Yeah. And David's just like, hey, you want to like be fucking morons? And yeah. Creech looks at him. He's like, <laughs> like a puppy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and he goes and just crashes. <laughs> Jeopardizes his chances at being a world champion. But he's And he's fine. happy about it. The funny thing was that I thought that that meant that Creech was not going to be able to race again. But it turns well, out... Well, it did. Yeah, like right. Like a couple scenes later, it did. Well, a couple, scene, a couple scenes later, he really eats shit. But it was presumably... Like, this is me doing the headcanon, so the movie made sense. Okay. He fucked that, that up because he already, like, pulled something racing with David. True. was kind of how I put it together. But. That's actually, that. that's a good point. I didn't really put that together because I felt like the consequence of the last scene was just fell so flat. That I was like, <laughs> Let's give it the benefit of the doubt. It's so spacey yeah. already. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Hackman is pissed. He calls Redford a hot dog. Yeah. And no In seven years, I never had so. a hot dog like you, which, you know, nice thing to end This is when Hackman gets into full, full, like, 70s hackman vibe he's like the only one who races when i say they race you understand me you hot dog (laughs) (laughs) you only race when i say you race (laughs) he's like popeye from fucking french connection like so good so now we're at a race two weeks before the winter olympics creech uh yeah i said he's one of the top usa skiers he wrecks and busts up his leg, and he'll, he's going to miss the Olympics, and uh, it's the justice of sport. Oh. The justice of sport? That's what they say in the movie. Wait. No, I didn't catch that. They say that about um, the Olympics? About him getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, no, they say that right, about right, Creech right, getting right. hurt. They do, they do, they do. I that. Also, yeah. the cutting during Creech's run, like the audio is really jarring. The way that like he would be... They basically had like the skis mic'd up. I don't know how they did it. But as soon as he would leave the ice or the snow, the audio would cut 100%. Like, you know mm-hmm. how if you're cutting like a jump, it'd be like, Yeah. This was like, Yeah, they would, cut the, they would cut the audio out completely. Just, yeah, 100% just cliff of audio. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Not, not even like background the... music or anything. No, no. Like, no yeah, very sound, jarring. no wind. They did that yeah. a few times. And I was right. like, the part that... very little effect. Yeah, it was. It's one of those things that's like it's either an artistic choice or fucking laziness. Like you yeah. really can't tell. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, that's pretty artsy. Or did they just not have the budget to like? <laughs> <laughs> did nobody care? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There were some times like when Gene Hackman seemed like he didn't even care about delivering his line the whole way. Right. And yeah, it, he does that. Uh, yeah, he just like kind of fucks up and just. <sighs> Just like, like ah, doesn't whatever. misses a That's word, just like tries to finish. Is it all right? It feels well, like it. He does that in a lot of his dude. movies. He's the <laughs> but that Fair part enough. is the part that like felt like most like a documentary to me because like the guy wrecks and like one of his skis like falls like comes off and then hits him in the face or something. Dude, and that was it, gnarly. 
Holy. And, and like the cameraman like runs over to him because I think like he thought he might have gotten fucked up. Mm-hmm. Dude, but it felt I know. like a documentary. Yeah, they yeah. do. They do. Well, a lot of the movies film like a documentary. And that I remember that exact shot. Because it almost yeah. like breaks the fourth wall in a weird way or something yeah, like that. Where it exactly, becomes like yeah. the camera guy's like running and I was like, Holy shit, dude, I wonder if that yeah, that stunt guy actually got fucked up or <laughs> He was I mean, there was blood whether it was fake or it probably was fake. I, I would assume yeah, it's fake. Know. Like the thing is, like it looks so gritty, but this was like a major studio film. Like this is Paramount. Yeah. Like they didn't, you know, they didn't have like not regulations and stuff. Like there's probably a full stunt, <laughs> stunt crew. And, yeah, you're and probably everything. not allowed to actually put in like real injuries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the swing in '60s, so like I'm sure they did a you lot can... of shit, like you know, on the fly. But like. I don't think that they would just let someone get fucked up and then like film it and be like, yeah, put that in the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you still funny. see that. I remember watching like the Fight Club, uh, like director's commentary. Yeah. And Edward Norton's like, yeah, when I rolled down those stairs, I like pulled my back out. Ooh. So it's like not that crazy to have like an injury actually filmed for the movie. No, that's mm. true. No, it could have been the best right. take where he like loses half his ear and like blood flies on the camera. You're absolutely right, dude. You're absolutely right. And that's why the, the dude, the stuntmen are such unsung heroes of the film oh, yeah. like industry. Like they fucking put their lives on the line. No one knows who the fuck they are. Thank you, stuntmen. Thank, Thank you, stuntmen. This goes out to the stuntmen. <laughs> so now we're at the Olympics. Uh, Redford oh, can yeah. sleep. Uh, everyone it's real quiet all day. Hackman mm-hmm. tells them that the snow on the top is gripping today. Yeah. And then one of the first guys wrecks immediately. So oh. I was like, yeah, good tip by Hackman. Yeah. I know. I was like, is he gaslighting him? What is he doing? <laughs> also, is it just me or did you think that there was going to be more conflict between Hackman and I don't know if I already It said did this feel right. like they were they kept on like gearing up where like they're like butting heads a lot and then all right. of a sudden it's like yeah, I mean, I guess now they're just at the Olympics, they just got to put that shit aside. Yeah, I, I guess so. I just felt like yeah. it was. It never got to the point where I was like, "Oh, this is about you know a coach yeah. and his protege and like the cocky guy needs to overcome like the withered coach." Like it was just so matter of fact. Yeah, like, that everything just kind of happens, and you're just like, "Yeah, oh okay, yeah, no, they're cool." This movie is what you make it. It's like right. a bunch of stock footage and then a few little lines that tie together. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, okay, <laughs> a bunch of stock footage. You know, of like skiers just going really fast, and then a couple of uh, conversations about strength and uh, you know some domestic abuse. <laughs> I mean, we can finish up though. That that's... significantly downplays it, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, Hackman tells Redford that he can win. Uh, Redford's up. Yeah, he's going strong. He's in the lead uh, at the half point, and yeah, ends up getting the best time just barely, just by some tenths of a second. <clears throat> Dude, that was wild, and they do the POV shots again. That was really yeah, good. That was good for a lot. Even of down it. to like that last, the last bit of the run where you're just going straight and crouching. It's still like really fast and jittery. You're still like, you know, he could still fuck it up here. They, yeah, you know, that'd yeah, be yeah. pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I know, and there's, I mean, they shoot a lot of it like long lens and stuff, and they're just kind of panning with him. So like, the background's going crazy. But there's a couple of shots they legit speed up the footage, 
I don't know if you guys know. Oh, really? Like, there's a couple of wide shots notice, where, yeah. like, they're just like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not going that fast. <laughs> like, on this lens, at least. Like, I'm sure they're going really fast, but, like, you know, it was such a wide shot that they were like, oh, it just kind of looks, like, kind of slow. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But and so, then, right after his run, what everyone, like, surrounds him, like, oh, all the so media good. and everyone. <clears throat> And then, mm-hmm. like, some German guy's coming down next, and it looks like he might even beat his score. That was crazy. But then yeah. he just wrecks out. But David's already <laughs> celebrating. Like, he and his coach are already celebrating, answering I questions. I was like, and there's just, like, anxiety in the background. It's like, oh, yeah, this German guy, like, he has the fastest halfway time so far. <laughs> yeah. And they're, so they keep answering questions while, like, side-eyeing. Like, okay, I see this motherfucker. He's still, still going. <laughs> And then he wrecks, and they just go back to celebrating like nothing happened. I know. And, and they they're have another, just like, like little... fuck you, Germans. Like, <laughs> 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 they don't get it. Yeah. And then David like has one last glance with a German after he's like yeah. wiping out. <laughs> yeah, he like locks weird. eyes with him. Yeah, he's like... And I was like, was there a whole plot that I missed? It was that... <laughs> I thought it was that like David and that German like, knew like... That guy? The Germans looking over like you've barely fucking got that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I know you saw me fuck up right there. Right, right, right. right. Like I got your number. I saw what just happened. Well, and so he was I feel like, like he was almost like undercutting his winning moment. I also can tell how much time has passed from the beginning of the movie to the end, and so it it felt like yeah. some generational thing too, where he was like some young stud, and he's looking at like Robert Redford, and Robert Redford's mm-hmm. like. I remember being like young and slippery, like you. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just like a couple years in the movie, right? But, but they raise uh, Redford up on their shoulders, and credits roll. It's literally the most abrupt ending I think I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> in a movie, especially like a sports movie where they're literally like celebrating. It was such a ride, man. It was such a 60- yeah. They don't even like. They don't even like freeze frame him like like with his hands up in there or something. Right. It's just like black. It just like cuts to black or something. There's a quick freeze frame and you're like, oh, is this the last oh, okay. shot? Or is the credits gonna roll <laughs> on the freeze frame? And then it just goes black, like order of appearance, <laughs> cast in order of appearance. Not even I don't think a music cue. I don't even think there was like a song. Well, yeah, was there not even a fucking uh, Dude, Jesus I don't even Christ. think I think it was that weird Hitchcockian score. <laughs> that shit's so good no it's fucking great it's fucking great it's funny man it was so typical like late 60s early 70s like yeah the guy's a dick and like i i fully expected him actually not to win I was like, oh, oh really? they're going to do like a that, 70s. That does happen in so many of them. They're going to do a 70s ending. Yeah. And this is like post-Watergate. Like, it's just going to be a bummer ending. He's not going to win. And then he does win. And even though he wins, it's so somber. Like, they're like, <laughs> they're like, look, it's 1969. We can't do fireworks here, right? He wins, but he's got to look at the little German kid. And then we cut to black. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was great, though. Because yeah. you kind of feel like you're saying, like, oh, it's going to be a bummer. Mm-hmm. They, I thought that was, like, emotionally the well most uh, well-directed scene. 
where yeah. they actually pull you through like oh fuck like, like i've been psyche. talking all this shit about winning yeah there's this german motherfucker about to smoke me dude i'm about to have to like pull all this back you know accept defeat humbly but then yeah. the german guy fucks up and it's like oh okay well then it yeah was anyway like, so uh right. Zelly prepped well and it was also just kind of like it's up to chance baby like yeah you won by one second and this guy was literally about to beat you like yeah do not let this get to your head and i think he finally i think that's actually the character arc is that he finally is humbled even though he wins he's like finally humbled by like his own reality of like yeah you know i'm not really the best like it's kind of like down to luck and like yeah that's true a bunch of people out there and like shit it feels like the point of it is to demystify this mythology behind like an Olympic champion. Like, look how that's so true. Boring, or at least like how monotonous this guy's life is. Look how dumb. Look how even you know he's getting women, but they're just like, "Ooh, you must be really strong to have to do that." Right. You know, they're not like this guy's a champion. They're like, "Ooh, you must have big muscles." The get the guy's like training his ass off to yeah be the best in the world at something. Uh, even the girl, she's like, oh, I know all about like self-denial as in like not drinking, not having sex so you can focus on your goal. And he's just like, no, that's like takes a drink, like bangs her. So oh, they yeah. just kind of like take any, any <laughs> glory, any like mythology you could have about these guys, at least for this one in particular. And they're just like, nope, just uh, just a dude like normal doing his fucking thing happens <clears throat> to be an Olympic champion. <laughs> I know that that is one of the interesting things about it. And it goes with that whole like docu style approach where it's like they show a lot of things that you don't expect, like them in hotel rooms. Yeah. That like fucking Gene Hackman in board meetings, like trying to negotiate more money, like shit that you would never think that happens behind the scenes. They like show you that stuff. They're like, yeah, it turns out they're really dumb. Like, you know, like they're they're not smart. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot of stuff like that. Like, skiers aren't they're smart. really dumb they're yeah, not yeah. smart olympic skiers aren't smart right they make a point of him being a certain type of not smart right which <laughs> we won't go further into we but we don't have to go we don't have to go anywhere we, to go we can just end it here let's get into the thumbs up thumbs down oh yeah and so josh you picked it so oh i did let's hear it. from you Oh man, <clears throat> what a film! What a journey! Uh, uh, Robert Redford, <laughs> the Gene Hackman. It doesn't get much better. I mean, I had never heard of this movie ever, and now I want to buy it. It's the best. It's the best skiing movie of all time. Yeah, and maybe the only. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen another skiing movie ever in my life. This movie makes me want to ski and makes me not want to ski in equal parts. That's how like good it is. Um, I got I gotta go thumbs up, man. I mean, the the skiing scenes alone of them flying down those hills, the POV shots, the long lens, motherfucker panning with them. Mm. Robert Redford gives a subtle to like probably just nothing performance. And Gene Hackman, <laughs> man, way overcast. Can we just say that? Gene yeah. Hackman was way overcast for that role. Like 
It's like his whole career, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. Except for maybe like Lex Luthor and. Nah, I feel like even for that, give him a couple of more scenes. I want to see him more than I want to see fucking Superman. That's true. That's true. We should do a Dick Donner Superman episode. But yeah, I gotta just do Gene Hackman month. Oh, dude, let's do Gene Hackman month, please. (laughs) I want to do French Connection. Oh, nice. I gotta go thumbs up, baby. Nice. Um, so yeah, I, I, like I said earlier, I, I just heard about this film, uh, I, I think from like Bill Simmons on the ringer. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I heard it, heard it from him on like the rewatchables podcast and then about this and kind of piqued my interest. And then, yeah, I mean, winter Olympics coming up, I was going to watch this movie, whether we were going to do it on here or not. Um, so yeah, I had an interest in seeing it already. I'd say yeah. like the the sporting parts of it are they exceeded my expectations. Oh yeah. And the like the other parts of it kind of went below my expectations, but overall for like this kind of movie, like yeah, I mean I said I said it earlier, like I, I would watch this movie again. It has some kind of rewatchable quality to it, and yeah, it's got like enough like weird shit in it too, where you can just like you're just like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, like fuck. <laughs> um, okay. Such a dick. But yeah, I'm going thumbs up. Thumbs way up. Uh yeah, I think I'm gonna go thumbs up too. Um I feel like Love based that. on how I've watched previous movies and how I've kind of consumed them and considered them after the fact, like I wouldn't consider this a movie that I'd give a thumbs up, but there's just something there's enough there. Um it was very unique, even if it felt a little bit lifeless at times. Mm. And I felt like it did show, like, I think, now that I'm thinking back on it, the monotony almost gave it a charm that a lot of sports movies don't have. I'm not saying it was necessarily intentional, but it's a memorable movie regardless, and I gotta say thumbs up. Nice, alright, sweep it. Daniel gets no say. R.I.P. <laughs> Hold on, there's, can we stop for a second here? Yeah, he. Daniel's dead. <laughs> We missed a very strange, maybe the the strangest part of the movie, which was oh, at that okay. dinner scene where uh, David meets Shay. Okay. Um, or he doesn't even meet her at that scene, but he's next to her, and yeah, they're all just oh. sitting there like talking at the, the booth, and some music starts playing, and half the table gets up, and half the restaurant gets up like zombies with yeah. no word, and starts dancing very lethargically <laughs> nobody mentions it nobody even like looks like something no one mentioned happening. It either. well i'm gonna <laughs> hold on i can't just skip this little twilight well, zone wait this this bonus scene is uh sponsored actually it's presented by marlboro wow huh are we getting into our sponsored ads yeah this podcast spark is- one up kids <laughs> <laughs>
so <clears throat> this is uh, going to be the end of this season, if you want to call it that, of the pod. Um, so we'll be back better than ever um, in uh, an undisclosed amount of time. We're going to be working on uh, just uh, behind the scenes kind of stuff. and We'll be back. We'll be back, y'all.